sports, 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 the dog-faced pony soldiers of sports and culture. Coming to you from Holy Cross in Indianapolis, Indiana. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey! And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman. We're remote again tonight. Yeah, sorry about the audio quality. Via satellite. Yeah. The audio quality could be easily explained. We don't know what we're doing. Well, (laughs) we're using Google Hangouts, which is a cool piece of technology, but... Not a sponsor. Snoop, how's your dog? The reason why we're recording like this. Yeah. Dog is... um, Snoop's still in the waiting room. Um, yeah, I, I'm remote from an emergency vet. Um, everybody else is just enjoying some, some khakis over at the uh, Park Place Arts. Yeah. No, uh, he, he's, uh, he's on the mend, we're hoping. Uh, but it, yeah. Because he, he ate a child slipper. He ate a child slipper. Uh, which dogs are not supposed to do. I don't, I'm not a pet person, but I, I'm assuming. It wasn't on the box. Nothing on the box said, do not feed the animals. Well, so. And it maybe he just bad. needs to chew better. I can, from cleaning up his vomit for two days, I can tell you he, he does need to chew better. <laughs> there were very large pieces that came out of him. Uh, but he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll learn his lesson. He'll never do it again, I'm sure. Because this want is the second time he's done something like this. Yeah, the first time, though, made more sense. Uh, if we can put reason into a dog's head. He ate um, a whole corn cob with corn attached. So, you know. So absolutely 100% of that was not digestible. (laughs) That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it, uh, he apparently didn't even chew. He just swallowed about, you know, a third of a corn cob. He got stuck in there. So, yeah. Cool. He's like, well, I better not chew any more of that big food. I'll just eat these things that aren't edible. So he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll bounce back. Uh, you know, short time on the IL, and uh, we'll see him. We'll see him soon. Yeah. Yeah. How's everybody else doing? We're sitting through all this snow. Yeah, it's, oh, not- it's super cold. Yeah. Rat- you look like you were about to say something. Uh, how about some sports? <laughs> <laughs> When we get to the point where we're talking about the weather, how's that? Pretty cold weather we're having. You guys say that all the time. That's one of my favorite things to talk about is the weather. I agree. I don't think it's small talk at all. Yeah. It's sports, though. People here want to listen to sports. Everybody has. What are you guys uh, snacking on? Fun science. (laughs) All right. So we got some uh, pretzel sticks. We got some pretzel crisps. Uh, We got some gluten-free cheddar bunny tails. Baked snack crackers. Hey, Rowdy. We got some peanut-free uh, puppy chow. Hey, Rowdy. Yep. How about some, some watermelon Perrier? <laughs> How about some sports? How about it? Uh, famous Jameis is looking to improve on his 30-30 season with LASIK surgery. What well, the- can't get any worse than having your eyeball uh, carved out with a laser beam. It was a record-breaking season. Let's just put it out there. First player ever with 30 30- plus touchdowns, and 30-plus interceptions. Jameis, who are we talking about? Jameis Winston of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do they call him Famous Jameis? Yes. That's pretty cool. Among other things. (laughs) J-Boo. So he he finally had LASIK. Like, I don't – so aside from the fact that this shouldn't be a story because I don't understand why – a professional athlete who requires exceptional eyesight to be able to comprehend what you're looking at at a at a rapid rate. Why why is this a story? Why I don't understand that part. Well, he must have just worn contacts, huh? The, what he I thought was funny contacts. about he did not wear contacts. He did not wear contacts. He the, the Bruce, what? Bruce Arians quote was, and you can look this up. He has some goggles he wears sometimes in practice. Rex Specs. Like Rex Specs. Chris Sabo style. He's out there. What I thought was funny. James Worthy. Every headline I saw talking about this, it mentioned that he was nearsighted, which um, is, I think, a small dig at, yeah, he throws a lot of interceptions. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's squinting. He's squinting a lot. Can't Just throw the up the red, the red team, right? Right. Unless you're playing, or the white team, if you're 
uh, at home. Unless you're playing the 49ers, Cardinals, Chiefs, sometimes the Texans. What better, what better time than now to bring back the cream sickles? Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you guys ever get LASIK surgery? No. You have perfect vision. Yeah, I've never worn glasses or among, wow. among other perfect aspects of man. Myself. Correct, sir. <laughs> what about you? You would, no, never, I would do never do it. No, I've worn glasses. Have you watched a YouTube of video of LASIK surgery? No, man. Oh, have you? you? Yes, they fold your they fold the lens of your eyeball back and carve it out with a laser beam. It smokes. Your eyeball smokes. <laughs> I always think there was a there was a Simpsons episode where it they like went to the future and uh Bart goes to ask Ned Flanders for money and he's blind. How do you have he says that he should never should have got that uh, laser surgery. He said it was great at first, but after the 10-year mark, your eyes fall out. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought about that. I'm like, yeah, we haven't really been doing this for too long. No. So, yeah. Oh. That's body body modification, not my thing. Yeah. It is, it is body modification. Against your religion? No. Just no, not no. My thing. To be clear, no. But... <laughs> Uh, okay, so the, part, the other part, besides the fact that he's, you know, a what, four-year starter. Uh, no, I guess it's like eight years now he's been in the league. Has it been that long? No, six years, six years, bad math. Uh, and he's just now realizing, hey, you know what, my eyes not might not be good. Does this save his job? It shouldn't. First you off, if... If your eyes are that bad that you need laser surgery to correct them, that did that just didn't happen. Secondly, you threw thirty picks, and mm-hmm. LASIK is not a good excuse. That what all of a sudden you're going to have your eyeballs lasered, and now you're going to just throw four picks next season? Nah, get out of yeah. here. Well, bring uh, in bring in uh, the family man. Uh, oh, Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers. Rivers, old man Phil, old man Rivers. Now, I will say, James Winston does have some things uh, going for him, though, about keeping the job. Bruce Arians and his offense typically throws more interceptions than any other offense. Uh, no risk it, no biscuit, as he likes to say. And he came out, uh, Bruce Arians came out recently and said his focus this offseason is, is strictly defense. Really? Yeah. So he's looking to up Wait, his defense. Do you say what? His offense is defense? His off-season focus is defense. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, I may have said the other thing. But what I tried to say is off-season focus is defense. I mean, my offense is defense sounds like a sports thing someone would say. <laughs> right, right. The best yeah, it offense. does. The best now, offense is a good defense, for sure. You and guys by- are eyeglass wearers. Isn't 30-30 better than 20-20? No, it goes the other way. <laughs> oh, it goes the other way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's 10-20 or 10-10 is better? He'd want to be like 40-10. Oh, okay. You know, and the, yeah. So last year their defense was worse than the league. With, uh, really? Yeah. Wow. Except against the run. They were actually really good against the run. So you just throw on them. Yeah. If you have the right tight, throw on the Buccaneers. That's a great league to uh, stop the run and not be able to stop the throw, or a great division, too. Nobody throws in that division. Exactly. (laughs) NFC South, it's just all ground and pound. Yeah. Nobody's winging it around. I looked it up, and according to answers.com, someone asked, (laughs) is 30-30 vision still? Yeah, I guess. Is 30-30 vision considered bad? And in December of 2011, Wiki used <laughs> 30-30 vision is merely equal to 20-20 vision. So is basically, I, I think he meant nearly equal. No, they say merely. I yeah, I know what yeah. he said. Uh, I know what I said. I don't have to have read, read back to me yeah. in that movie, A Few Good Men. I think they just mean that 30-30 is the same as 20-20. Yeah. Well, there That's you go. stupid because it's 30 and 20. That's not the same. Not the same. But when you think about uh, numbers being infinite, then the distance between 20 and 30 is basically nothing. Well, on Quora.com, Egan (laughs) Egan Wang, uh, not a doctor, middle schooler, agnostic atheist, says. uh, (laughs) Wow. 
if 3030 vision 3030 is, is impossible as far as i know however if 3030 vision does exist uh note how this makes this a fraction and hence 3030 vision is perfect vision so that middle schooler just explained it to me but he's not a doctor in case you were confused if he was the middle school doctor <laughs> Oh, and he and, also thinks that you can be an agnostic and an atheist at the same time in 2020 and 3030. And his profile picture is the Twin Towers exploding. So uh, take forget. that. Yeah. 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 Never forget. Good looking out, Dr. Hauser. What else we got? Uh, you want to talk about these poison nuts, Reed? Oh, do I ever. All right. Uh, what do we got here? We got a Someone pair of poison nuts dismipped dismissed from the football team due to kidnapping and rape charges. Yikes. So the two players, let me see if I can get their names right here. Amir either Reap or Ripe, R-I-E-P. Amir Reap? That'd be Reap in German, yes. That's Yeah. Um, and then Jason, J-A-H-S-E-N Went. Both of these dudes are no longer on the team. I have a couple quotes here from Coach Ryan Day. I'm not making any statements on the criminal charges, but it's clear that they did not live up to our standards and my expectations. The athletics department will make sure they both continue to have access to the health and well-being resources available to students and student-athletes. So that's cool. They can still yeah. use the gym. They're still in school. But they're just not on. They're just they not in the ball club anymore. They can still get their pump on. It's just they're not going to yeah. wear the jersey, right? He and can, there are plenty of articles around the web that explain the episode in graphic detail. Can you give us a breakdown? I actually didn't read the story because I thought that was what was. It was happen. one victim that they both assaulted at the same time. Oh well, there you go. I I. I appreciate your uh, brevity. Yeah, that was that was very well edited for someone like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and speaking of Ohio State, uh, Jim Jordan was in the news. They're raping everybody at Ohio State. Yeah. So the uh, that's your boy, Rowdy Jim Jordan. No. Him and Mike Pence. Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan is the most. <laughs> you are just throwing him out. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think Jim Jordan needs to see a, a doctor, a real doctor. Yeah. Not Maybe a, that. Gothic, yeah. yeah not like Larry Nasser. Yeah. Because Jim Jordan, politics aside, uh, he is the most unwell looking person I've ever he seen. He is kind of gray. His, his skin yeah. looks thick and gray. Yeah. yeah. He's like E.T. in that quarantine tent. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Well, just just waking up on the floor of that valley uh, <laughs> and E.T. just <laughs> covered, in, covered in dew and leaves. Uh, anyway. Um, Scariest movie ever made. <laughs> uh the brother of, the brother of one of the victims of the uh the osu uh uh wrestling team um the were, victims who, of the who, wrestling well, team uh, the, the university doctor richard strauss there who abused nearly 1500 athletes and then died by suicide in 2005 so uh the brother of one of these athletes was uh was testifying and said that his brother, who was a victim of this abuse, had said that Jim Jordan actually was aware of what took place. Had to have been. Yeah. He said, I consider Jim Jordan a friend, but at the end of the day, he is absolutely lying if he says he doesn't know what was going on. He said, uh, uh, Jim Jordan called me crying, groveling, begging me to go against my brother. That's the kind of cover-up that's going on here. Hmm. And uh, Jordan's spokesman said, Congressman Jordan never saw or heard of any abuse. And if he had, he would have dealt with it. Sure. Yeah. The, the unfortunate thing on top of, besides 1,500 victims of a 30-year rape scandal, is that he has paid no political price for this. Nobody cares. No, not at all. Well, yeah. What is going on at Ohio State? I mean, sorry, the Ohio State. They brought in a coach from Florida, and look what happened. Well, that's true. Oh. <laughs> Zinger, Gator bait. 
Yeah. You like that baby bear? I guess. I, I mean, hey, <laughs> you know you liked it, that beat. Um, the biggest <laughs> thing is what is going on in the Big Ten? Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State. What is it with oh, these yeah. Great Lakes states and their these rape scandals? Yeah, that is a good point. And they've all they've all had their own twist on it, really, uh, which is kind of strange as well. Um, I don't. So they just these these two players, this most recent one, they just got it kicked off the team. Has there been any investigation, um, like criminal investigation, into these players? Yeah, they've been charged, I think. And I, from if I remember, I read this last night, so I don't remember exactly. But um, I think the reason they were removed from the team is because of the charges. Hold on, Rowdy's over here looking at Jim Jordan wrestling pictures. Yeah, I found his wrestling <laughs> photos. Was he a national champion? Because I saw a, a clip earlier on the news tonight where Trump said he was a national champion. Um. So, well, uh, so obviously, I instantly was skeptical. <laughs> I'm going to fact check yeah. that real quick. He was. Uh, he won state championships oh, state all four years he was in high school. Is he an Ohioan? And he compiled, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he compiled a 156-28-1 win-loss record. And at University of Wisconsin-Madison, he became a two-time NCAA Division One wrestling champion. Um he won the 1985 and 86 NCAA championship matches in the 134 pound weight class. Um, Probably because nobody wanted to touch him because he's gray. And then he lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Yeah. He's clammy. pasty and gray. Yeah, this, I'm this not wrestling. Clammy that gray dude. man. I'm not touching this clammy gray man. Yeah. Uh, isn't, it, isn't the grays what they call the aliens? Yeah. Too? Oh, he's yeah. A gray. yeah. He yeah. did. It, he's he, uh, 51. In the 88 Olympic trials, he lost in the uh, featherweight semifinal match and didn't Good. make the Olympic team. So Good. Yeah. There you go. So he, he, is, he is one hateable dude. Yeah, very much so. For sure. It's the face. But what is it with these Midwestern – what is it with Midwestern rape culture? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and while you and while you ponder that, let me ask this: What's up with, what's up with Midwestern vape culture? Yeah. Midwestern what? Vape culture. I don't know, man. It's the worst. They're both very per- perplexing problems. Mm-hmm. As Reed takes a puff of his vape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Can we we got anything else on that? Oh, uh, man. Uh, you want to talk about uh, Roger Waters? And oh. Baseball? Yeah. What's what's going on here? So uh, Major League Baseball had a deal with Roger Waters that they were promoting his tour. Yeah. The, the what is it called? The Now or Never Tour? Something I don't know. The Waters Rising tour, uh, the Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> that that one too, but the what is that? What's the league? There's an anti defamation league that came out against him, saying that he was supporting the BDS. Uh, BDS, yeah, uh, boycott. Which he has supported. The, he's been on the BDS train for decades. Right. Boycott divestment. Sanctions yeah. against Israel. Against, against Israel, yeah. yeah. To get them out of Palestine. Yeah, I don't get this. It's not like his position just all of a sudden became known. Roger Waters has been all about this. I mean, remember when they said they would never play in Germany until the wall came down? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, they've always been a political band. This is not a drill. Found it. I knew I'd find it. So what? But what was the tie-in with Major League Baseball? I don't really. I didn't because they weren't even all in MLB parks. The concerts, you mean? Yeah. It's just that he was. They were um, advertising it on their website and on their on TV. MLB was. That's all I can find. Yeah. Yeah. MLB stops promoting Roger Waters shows. Is this relevant? 
Is he relevant? Roger, Roger Waters? Waters? No, no, no. Yes. Yes. Like, Roger Waters is the man. I'm saying right now. I mean, this is is he does he still have um any pull, any function? Like is is his story I mean, this is a rich white guy. Like what what is he saying? What is he out there saying that is so um groundbreaking now? Or is it just consistency in his message and he had uh he had more relevance at some point i think it's more of a commentary on major league baseball like i was saying earlier i mean you're getting you're you're hitching your wagon to a guy that's been politically motivated for 40 plus years yeah i mean one he, thing. yeah he's using his platform yeah. yeah i mean i think he's probably your to your relevancy point from what i know about roger waters and follow he's probably more relevant in the united states than he is in the uk I mean, he seems to have a lot more comments about Trump and and climate change and things like that than he. Although he was fairly vocal about Brexit, I think. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what Major League Baseball was thinking Roger Waters would do for them. Um, because don't they already have like the fifty plus white male American crowd? Or sixty plus white male American crowd. Yeah, I mean, uh, not a lot of overlap though with like deadheads and whatnot though. Don't you think? I mean, who's listening to Roger? Well, I guess there could be. Yeah. So all it was, they would stop. He puts running, on a hell of a show. I'll tell you that. They they'd stop running promotions for his North American tour. So there was no nothing else that they were yeah, doing. He's not touring Israel. They were promoting on they were promoting on multiple MLB platforms. So MLB, MLB TV, uh, and the website. That was it. They were just cashing the checks like everybody else. I don't see Is BB Netanyahu a big baseball fan? No. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. The whole Israel-Palestine thing is squirrely anyway. I don't know why baseball would even, like, bring that up. I also don't So, so when when, when uh, companies do this, like, when they stop advertising because of something political, they're actually making a political statement. Agreed. So... It's not as if they're kind of absolving themselves from the situation. They are aligning themselves with one side or the other. If they continue to run the ad, then they, I would think more so they're not necessarily aligning with the politics of the person within the ad. But when they pull the ad, that seems like it's more telling of where their, where their, uh, I don't know, heart is in the yeah. situation. Don't you think? Like, is that? Am I coming at this from a strange, from a different... Well, uh, it seemed to me, obviously, they thought this was going to cause them either some kind of trouble, which, I mean, the bottom line is always about money in right. these kinds of decisions. So obviously they thought this was going to cost them some kind of money. But yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I've never, of all of the sports leagues, it seems like, Major League Baseball is always the one that kind of skates free of all of these uh, political issues. Uh, I mean, sans the Jackie Robinson thing, which was, what, 60 years ago or something or whatever. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, and that was a big deal, no doubt about it. But, I mean, it's always the NBA or the NFL that that seems to be – Involved in all this kind of thing, not not Major League Baseball. I mean, roll Sandy Koufax back out there. <laughs> yeah. And again, to the to MLB's involvement, none of these um, shows are playing in any MLB park. They're all in the round, capable arenas, according to Rolling Stone. Really? Yeah. So none of them are are even involved major league baseball is not involved they're literally they were literally just airing an ad or they had a click ad that was it are there some high ups maybe in mlb that are jewish but they would have seen this i don't see yeah i don't know i don't know 
I mean, I don't get it. It's it, it's a bad look, I think. Yep. To even get involved with it, to even touch it, if you're MLB, don't. I mean, you know. And the average baseball fan, I don't even think knows what the BDS movement probably is, or well, really cares. I would call myself an above-average baseball fan. Yeah, you are. And, <laughs> and also, I'm half, the, the half, only one on this podcast has the age of a of a traditional baseball fan and half Jewish. Sixteenth uh, no, Israeli. Sixteenth oh, Jewish. Okay. And yeah. I didn't know what the BDS movement was. I had no, oh, you didn't. I, no. So why are you so offended by Roger Waters? Then? I'm not at all. <laughs> I just Sounds don't like know. It. I don't know what is like. Okay, so what's the big deal? This isn't like I don't know what the, this girl, Billie Eilish. It's not like somebody that's reaching uh, out to a new audience. These are Roger Waters fans are probably this is speculation, and I hate this, but they're probably the same fans he's had for forty years. There's yeah, I don't know how many fans. So I would tend to he, agree. I don't know how many like young fans he's gaining on the next. Well, okay, let me ask you this: Do you think that? Me this, do you think that? Uh, stoners in high school are still like going through their like doors, Pink no, Floyd no, stage. No. I'll bet they are. No, I I'll bet they are. I bet they do. I okay, bet they that's, a, that's, that's a good question. No. Then what is are they going through, Snoop? Yeah, it's but a right of passage. Who are they listening it's, to? It's like a 30 year reset. I think they're Pearl probably. Jam. Yeah, I think they're probably listening to like the Pearl Jams and the maybe even, like uh, talking heads of the world. The stoners, the high school stoners. Yeah, I don't think that people have the same. I don't think that the bands, those they're band listening. Bands you don't think they're listening about. to Grateful Dead, The I Doors, think Grateful Dead, Led Zeppelin. I don't. I think some Pink Floyd might be there, but like when you turned, they're in, not getting on the Crystal Ship. When we when we tuned in in nineteen, they're not breaking on through to the other side. Riders in the storm. <laughs> those were the classic rock songs on the classic rock stations. When those kids now get in their car and listen to classic rock, that's not what what is coming on. Well, that's a good point too. And we're the BMG Columbia House generation where we got all those greatest hits albums. <laughs> I would, I, no, I'm not going to have I'm, everything at our disposal. Rally subscribe to that. Rally on that idea. Everybody I know had the Double Rally. Queen album, the Double Doors album, Led Zeppelin yeah. 1 through 4, the Eagles greatest right. hits. Like everybody had that. Right. Yep. I think But now you have everything. Some of those things exist, but I also think it's like they're listening to their classic rock is starts, you know, in night in the eighties. These are all just wild assumptions. Wild though. assumptions. Like I said, sure. I hate I hate this. But I think that there's a there's a sliding window. And I only say that because some of the stuff from the eighties, some fashion from the eighties is coming back. And I think it's that sliding window yeah. when it's like when we were in high school, stuff from the seventies was coming back. Well, and we had our parents would say like you dressed like I dressed when I was your age, and so and we had things like the Beatles thing. anthology came out. Mm-hmm. Grateful uh, Jerry, Garcia Jerry Garcia died. Died, yeah. Uh, so that, yeah, um, Jim Morrison died. That is not correct. No. Oh, yeah, Jim Morrison died way before we were born. No, he's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> yep. So totally different. Maybe totally. they listen to Elvis. He didn't die until the late seventies. Elvis would probably be a better example of the stuff, how they would view the music we're talking about. Like, they would view it as just a little older than or uh, than what they're listening to now or what influenced the thing that they're listening to now. Well, if you are listening and you know any high school age stoners, ask them what they're listening to. I'm, I, am, I am curious about this. Yeah. Um, I do see. I notice. I see kids with Nirvana shirts on a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Green Day is big with these younger kids, and they just Makes put out some Blink One Eighty Two. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Snoop and I went to an all ages show, and the the uh, one of the opening bands, it was a, a girl group. They were I don't know, probably like twenty twenty one. Yep. And they they played a couple Green Day songs and were like, mm-hmm. "Who loves Green Day?" They, Woo! they were all talking about being Green Day super fans. Yeah. Oh, and really? They, uh, what was the other song that they played that we didn't know? Uh, well, they played a the next band. This the other opener played Dumpweed, the Blink One Eighty. Oh, that's song right. They played from yeah, that's right. The state. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
And um, we were all just like, we're huh, doomed. Yeah. We're absolutely yeah, doomed. Right? Yeah, because because they, they and they and they introduced that song by saying, uh, "We want to play a song from an album that." really meant a lot to us and it's turning and, 20 and, years old and it's turning year. 20 years old and we thought it probably means a lot to you too and then they start playing and i'm like is this from enema of the state yeah. so wow. yeah. yeah who knows i don't know and then i was like oh yeah i was 17 years old when this came out <laughs> uh oh, well well, well it is shocking that the mlb would uh you know have a problem with an occupying force uh, with their racist ass team names and stealing yeah. people from Cuba and all that. I mean, it, it is, it's shocking. Uh, hey, speaking of MLB, uh, Mike Bolsinger is suing the Astros for shortening his career. Any, any thoughts on this? He sure is. I have, uh, the two, uh, he's got the two hottest takes. Here they well, come. no, what do you call it? Like when you're the, when you're the plaintiff, the two, I guess the damages that he's claiming. Yeah. Number one is general damages interfering and harming with and harming his career. And and number two, uh, he wants the Astros to return their postseason bonuses, which totaled $31 million and contribute them, uh, contribute them to charity are charitable causes focused on bettering the lives of children in Los Angeles and elderly and retired professional baseball players in need of financial assistance. That's yep. the lawsuit. Yeah, I think it's pretty – I really like what I he think did that's it. winnable, man. Yeah. So his final outing, um, he was it was against the Astros. He gave up – was it four hits or four runs – it was not a great outing, yeah. And the Astros won sixteen to seven against the Toronto Blue Jays, at which he was pitching for at the time. After that day, he after that day he was demoted and then finally released by the Toronto Blue Jays. He so has he never not, pitched again in the major leagues. Never pitched again wow. in MLB. He went to Japan and had an okay career in twenty eighteen or okay season in twenty eighteen. Ham fighters. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was the Ham Fighters. Yeah. I I don't I don't have the uh, Nippon League uh, stats in front of me. Believe I'm it or shocked. not, I'm shocked. By I don't that. Write, I don't write those down in my field notes. <laughs> in twenty nine through twenty nine pitches, he gave up four runs, four hits, three walks in one third of an inning. Um, yeah, and never pitched again in MLB. So in his position, I, I, it makes sense to me that he could say because of the way that they stole these signs, and they have video, they have video of them. Oh, using there's no question. Yeah, um, that it makes sense to me that he would get cut and not get picked up because when right. you're in a position like his, uh, where you are on like these very short, this very short leash and one bad outing, you can get reassigned, you can get cut. Well, and he got smacked up. And it's really about who the, who the pitching coach is in a location. If the pitching coach doesn't get a new job somewhere else, they're not going to take you along with them. There's, there's literally hundreds of pitchers, relief pitchers that could be picked up at any moment. So he has a point that one bad outing could change the direction of your career. Um, so I think well, I don't he's know. not asking for any money for himself. Right? Uh, That's the way I read it. No, no, he's asking that the thirty-one million dollars in their bonuses go to different Charity. funds, but he also wants money. Oh, for oh, for, for his contract. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Basically Potential the contract. Yep. Yep. Basically the rest. They're going to lose this. Now, I will say he did go 0 and 3 with a 6.31 ERA and 11 appearances that year. So, it's not like he was uh, blown He wasn't an ace. Water. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't have a job next year in Japan. So, uh But MLB know. MLB is going to pay this to save face. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. I, I think you're right. Really? You, you think, think so? You think oh, they, yeah. You think they settle all of them? Oh, oh they hired Keller and Keller? Yeah, yeah. They, the they ice or the, uh, the hammer? They get the, the hammer. hammer. They got the God, hammer. That commercial was they incredible. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. The, the hammer has his own lawsuits though against uh George Lucas and like the four other movies he ripped off during that Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> <laughs> He had a Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, dude. It was it, unreal. It, it was all. It, it, really, it really was. It was. It was. And Star Marvel. Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Guardians and of the Galaxy. Hammer and, yeah. So was Nick, fight the Jedi's. Yeah. The mouse. The mouse is gonna swap the hammer down. We'll see who wins this this fight. Yeah. Um. So, uh, because our listeners have told us over and over again they love when we talk about baseball. Let's do it. Let's talk more baseball. Uh, you want to talk? You want to talk about changes? these rule changes? Yeah. Because if there's uh, anything people love more than just talking about baseball, it's talking about baseball rules. Oh, it's yeah. talking about baseball in the weeds. Let's yeah, get, let's get into the minutia of it. All right, you guys talk about this. I'm going to read a book. Just flag me when you guys are done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to hit the can real quick. Okay, so I'm going to eat some of this puppy chow while you guys discuss. Uh, we'll make this short. How's this? The biggest rule change, and really the only one that matters, is the, the three, pitchers. three batter rule. Yeah, the pitchers. Yeah. So the the official rule is that pitchers will have to face a minimum of three batters before their team can make a pitching change, with the, the caveat that if an inning ends, or there is uh, or if there's an injury, then they're uh, exempt. Pitch, yeah, they're exempt from this three batters. What do you think? So, it makes sense to me. Let's move the game along. It can't always stay the same. Is Let's this do- the same in the playoffs? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I, I don't know if I like it in the playoffs. Wait, will this make games go quicker? It's so I think it is going to be the same in the playoffs because I it would have to be the same in the playoffs because they're changing the size of the roster. They're going from oh. a forty. They're going from a four. I think from a forty man to a twenty eight man roster, and they're only allowing fourteen pitchers. Really? Spots. Oh. So only half of your roster can be pitchers. Whereas before they were doing the, you know, you were bringing 22 pitchers. Now you can only have 14. So they're expecting the pitchers will go longer. I like it. And I think I would say it's going to change the way, uh, the way the clubs pitch their aces going for sure. I think what they're going to do super relievers, not, I don't think they're going to go. Well, yeah, I guess you could call it a super reliever, but they're going to, we're going to see more openers. We're going to see. Yeah. The, the yeah. Seven, Tampa uh, Bay style. Tampa Bay style. A lot of teams are doing it for their fourth and fifth starters now. I mean, uh, LA did it. I, I was going to look this up. LA did this uh, last year, the Dodgers with. Uh, <laughs> Rowdy's just crunching away. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good background. Uh, mine is what we're doing. <laughs> hey, I want to get through this, and then we can stop talking about it. No, I I'm, I'm good. I'm just tickled. With Julio Urias and um, um, they did Ross Stripling, where they would pitch them three innings and then take them out, and then somebody else would go three innings or four innings or even shorter. So I think you're going to see that a lot where – the fringy guys, your third and fourth and even and fifth uh-huh. starter, are going to have an opener, maybe pitch an inning or two innings. You're going to see all clubs starting to pick that up, because why would you want, like, why would you want to stick that guy in the in the end of a game where things go wrong and there's less time to make up those runs than putting him in the beginning of the game where if there's if something happens you have time to to make up those runs. So it just makes, it makes yeah. sense when you've instituted this, you're going to see more openers. It's not going to affect, makes sense. I don't think it's not going to affect the end of games. It's going to affect the beginning of games. We're That's say, hot take. That's well, hot let me, take. let me ask you this. If we're moving from a 40 man roster to a 28 man roster, that means we've got like over a quarter of baseball players, major league baseball players out of a job. Well, out of a major league. No, so the forty-man roster is a September roster move. Dude, you 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 don't want to talk about baseball, and then you ask a question like that. Conversation doesn't have to be. Just, okay. are, are they going to be out of a job? No, they're still going to have a job. The forty-man roster the, is, with their team. Yes, the forty-man. Twenty-eight. Well, the playoffs are expanded rosters, right? 
Yes, but the September rosters are when the rosters expand from it used to be from 24 to 40 and what they would do is bring up a bunch of minor leaguers and get mm. them get them ABs, get them at bats, get them get yeah. them running out there. Well, they're not going to be able to do that anymore. You're not going to see the September call-ups because so the, the team is the team, the team's the team. The team's the team's the team. I think that's better for everyone. Yeah, and birds the word. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows. Yeah. 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 So the only thing I don't like about this is I've always enjoyed about baseball, particularly playoff baseball, is when they put in when it becomes it becomes almost like a tennis match for that at bat. It's just the pitcher versus that particular batter. When they put a guy in just to get this guy out, that's all. But that, that, that probably has a lot to do with it being playoffs, too. But that's always an exciting part of baseball for yeah. me. Yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna stop that. And I think you're gonna see um, a lot of these guys that were f- even like fringy starters. You know the Ross, like I said, the Ross Striplings of the world who were really bad going into the third time around a, a, a lineup. Yeah. I mean, okay, so put them out there for three innings, and then. Well, that's it. a good point. Do you think this could extend guys' careers if? They, you know, like you're saying, they, they're not getting through the lineup three times, but they can get through it once. Could it get older guys? Will older guys become starters where they're just, they're going to go an inning? With hormone therapy? Three four, sure. three, four at bats, and then they're, they pull them because mm-hmm. they, they got that juice. They got 20, 25 pitches, but they don't have 60. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it you could. Know, could be it interesting. Could. I just think you're going to take, yeah. And you're like Bartolo take- Cologne, right? Like right. maybe he's still, I mean, he's, he's going to reinvent but maybe yeah. he's got a couple innings in him every seventh night. He, he's going to reinvent himself as a power hitter is what's going to happen. Would, I would love that so much. Yeah. What, once he have one career home run? <laughs> two, I think. I think he's got two now. Yeah. <laughs> One career, but he took a knee while he was doing it. Big so. sexy. <laughs> Big sexy, that's right. So, uh, yeah, I think that's interesting. The other thing that was talked about, and uh, I'm going to try and keep this short, Rowdy. I promise. Oh, you're fine. There is rumors. He's got puppy chow. Peanut free puppy chow. There's yeah. rumors that MLB is going to change the playoff format to go from five teams per league to seven teams per league. Uh-oh. Now here's what's so fourteen teams out of the great baseball's teams. even longer. Ah, yes, <laughs> that's true. But there's there's going to be if you have the best record in your league, you'd get the one seed and you get to sit out the first round. If you have one your the two other division winners, because there's three divisions right now, will get to pick who their uh, opponent is out of the the other teams. So if you're second in the in in record then you'll get to pick who you want to play that first round and same with the third the third you get to pick who you want out of the wild cards the four wild cards and then the last two wild cards whoever didn't get picked they're going to play each other they're all three there would be three game series and they would all be played in one location oh really yeah so you could go fast you could have neutral field you could have like a wild card day and you could no, not a neutral field, the home team field, the whoever has a better record. So oh. the advantage to having a better record because you would go through the process of either picking your opponent and then you would have a three game series where you're at home. Huh. Now once you have once you go through that first round, then you go back to like the five and or the yeah, the five and the seven game series. Yeah, but first it, round's five, right? Yeah, so it like could NBA used to be, right? So it gives more teams an opportunity to make the playoffs, uh, which is which is a good thing, right? Because it it gives an it makes it interesting because yeah. there's going to be a process. For the fan, yeah, yeah. Uh, the bad part is, um, well, what do you think about this? I'll ask that first. About. The change would you would about you, the playoff change? Yeah, the playoff changes. If, if instead of ten teams made it, fourteen teams played it, 
I mean, I kind of, I kind of like it because I tend to follow the teams and tend to like the teams that are kind of on the cusp every year, and it might give them a shot. Baseball's weird, man. There can be streaks, so the more teams you got in it, I think definitely. Baseball's different in in terms of like I do think that there is some different types of parity where if you let a you know seventh eighth seed get in they might do something you know right and that's that's the actually as a person who enjoys the stats that's the problem i have is like baseball is very random when you look at it in right a, in a in a when you have a small sample but it right. gets more predictable when you extend it over a season which is why you have 162 games because if yeah. you look at it, like guys will go through like a 15 game slump but over the course of the season, that can correct itself. Look out, the Rockies we, might be contenders now if they can sneak in at seven or eight every year. Exactly. <laughs> so you have so like last year in the AL, Boston would have been this been the last team in. They were eighty four and seventy eight, and they would have been the last team yep. in. Who's going to pick them? Houston picks first. Are they going to pick Boston? Are they going to go with Cleveland? Who's hot? Who's not? Who has the better matchups in the? Uh, with pitchers who's in Houston's case, like which pitchers do we already have their signs? Which team do we already have? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, which team do we have more footage on? Exactly. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And in the NL, it would have been Philadelphia with an 81 and an 81 record. My only, con- my, my, that's one concern. My main concern is Rob Manfred is the one that's talking about this and he's the commissioner for MLB and his job is to do what's right by the owners. Yeah, not Ooh. with players. So if that's the case, I it makes me think: what's in it for the owners? Well, they can spend less. They can spend less on players and still call themselves a playoff team. Well, and what's it going to do for contracts? What if you have co- in your contract? If you make the playoffs, you get five hundred k more. Yep. And now you're yep. an eight seed, making that paper, stacking that yep. paper. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think they're it's gonna kinda, have to renegotiate all that, man. Yep, they would renegotiate all that, but at the same time, like I don't need to go out and spend on the big free agent because I can say, you know, if we can I'm get in at five hundred almost, we can yeah. get in at five hundred. Philadelphia yeah. was five hundred last year, and they would have been this. They would have been the last one in. Yeah, so they don't have to go spend big money. They can let they can let players go. And still get into the playoffs. And since baseball gets random, it gets weird over three uh, three game series. Maybe Philadelphia sweeps uh, so, sweeps a Milwaukee or a Washington. Right. So that hot stove is going to get even hotter, is what you're saying. Uh, I could get colder on some of these big. You don't players. think there'll be as many moves? I don't think there'll be as many moves. I think there'll be less moves. I think there'll be cheaper players. I, I think they'll say, why would I go spend money on a free agent Mookie Betts and pay him $38 million a year when I can get a, a Victor Robles for like $6 million and That's your boy. I'm yes. still not a believer. Well, he's not going to be a free agent for like another four years, but <laughs> my point still stands. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. Can we stop talking about baseball now? Yeah. yeah I'm totally cool okay. with that. Good. Go ahead. Hey, question for you guys. Who's your favorite athlete right now? Who, well, let me ask you this. If you, could be, if you could be a current athlete, which one would you be? Uh, Reed's going to say LeBron James. So I'll take, <laughs> oh, I'll take Kobe Bryant. Uh, I, I thought about it, but I have passed, <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> if you could be, if I could be any athlete, who would I be? Yeah. Tommy Ribs. He's a runner. Who? Tommy Rivers. Okay, Tommy Rivers. Reed, what about you? I don't know, man. It'd be in the twilight, but I'd still be stacking that paper. I might be somebody like Roger Federer. You're real concerned about money. Okay. Well, yeah. So, yeah, yeah well, Roger Federer. Professional that. athlete. Yeah. Johnny Rivers. Then you wouldn't be voting Bernie. Huh? What'd you say, Johnny Rivers? Tommy Rivers. Tommy Rivers. Okay. Tommy Ribs. All right. So you're cool with these guys pooping in your butts? <laughs> No, what? Huh? All right, on oh, that point, that. I'm going to go take a leak real quick. I'll be right back. All right. Well, you better agree with this. Uh, is this uh, fecal matter swaps? Yeah. Would you be willing to put Johnny Rivers' poop still, still Tommy. in your butt? 
what would the advantage of that for me? Ah, what, well, what, would, what would this do for me? I'm glad you asked because scientists are looking into mm. uh, whether there's a link between athletic performance and the gut microbiome. Uh, so some of the functions of this uh, microbial, microbial world that lives in your gut mm -hmm. include breaking down food into energy and protein, <laughs> modulating immune function, and regulating thoughts and moods, uh, which could lead, in terms of an athlete, uh, endurance, strength, mental toughness, recovery, you name it. Um, so there actually there are people who are working on a pill uh, that would potentially contain some of the, these bacteria mm -hmm. um, that could essentially seed a microbiome of an athlete in you. Mm. Um, so I'm in. Yeah, so you would, would you would put his poop in your butt for sure. Okay, which whose poop? You would be putting. Who did he say who was his athlete? Oh, Roger Federer. Yeah, you'd be putting Roger Federer's poop in your butt. I don't Swiss think... poop. Yeah, yeah, it's neutral. Um, <laughs> it doesn't it's smell. It's pH any... balanced. It's pH balanced too. <laughs> but it's got a bunch of hidden art somewhere. It's got Nazi money. Oh, yeah, for but... sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I so I don't think Reed. Um, I guess we should both think about who we've decided uh, to put poop in. Well, then now, I mean, if it's because purely now, physical, you got to go like Bruce Jenner, Lance Armstrong, somebody that's like a top tier athlete. Well, Lance right? was doping, so. Well, that's true. So uh, you have some little dope poop in there too. Yeah. What about? Okay, so I will. I will change this. I would do like Iliad Kipchoge or Jim Walmsley. I'd do Kipchoge. He's the guy who ran sub two hours. Oh. In the, in the marathon. Yeah. I go Kipchoge. Oh, in the Boston Marathon? No, he just ran it in the uh, Ineos Challenge. Uh, in what was that? Is that the one where they projected the thing on the on the, the laser? On they the projected ball. lasers yeah. on the. And he had like forty runs, so he wouldn't hit potholes. Yep, yep. So I'd yeah. do him. Well, let me ask you I'd this: do him. Would okay. you? That sounded wrong. Can you? Do you have to? Do, do you have to keep with the same gender? No, is, is not at all. Gut biome, mm. just non. Who, no, here's the, here's William's sister. Here's here's the great thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> no one actually knows right now. So there. Arancha Sanchez Vicario. Oh yeah. There there Monica are. Monica Sellis. There are companies yeah. selling. There are companies selling these uh, probiotic pills, is quote it? unquote probiotic probiotic pills. Uh, but they have no clue what is actually in them. Mm. Um, so I don't know. So there are definitely it's like TV dinners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, see, that's a bad example because those are delicious, but no one knows that it's in them. Yeah, like, I mean, I would eat Salisbury steak capsules. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't know if you eat poo capsules. Now let me ask you this. Would you go so far as to do a uh, fecal microbiota transplant? Uh, so let me describe this process. You take a dose of antibiotics mm -hmm. to basically kill everything that is is in your gut. Mm -hmm. You get you get an athlete or you know someone else to donate stool, uh, and then it's like that poop box commercial. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I guess I don't know what you're talking about. Colaguard. What? No, the Colaguard are the, the ladies with the flags that walk in front of the marching band. Yeah. No, that's the color guard. Colaguard is that same? talking box that you poop in and send it away, and it tells you whether or not you have uh, 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 colon cancer. You guys haven't oh, seen that commercial? No, no, man. You poop in a box? We go to yes. work. Yes. We don't. We don't watch. We're not sitting around watching daytime uh, television. Yeah, daytime television. This is on every back. sports channel ever. It's just uh, a poop oh, in a box. Uh, <laughs> is this? Are you? Are you still watching sports on Al Jazeera? <laughs> Al Jazeera is a good. Al Jazeera America is no longer. I, I, that was a sad day. Uh, um. So basically, if you want to do your own, uh, you get your you get your donated stool. Uh, you buy a uh, some enema bags, a funnel, a kitchen strainer, and a blender, and, and a blender that you will never use again. 
<laughs> Man, you could just wash that thing. You would do that? Yeah, I, I would, mean, cloth diapers. Do you throw away cloth diapers? You are thrifty enough that you would blend someone, even if it was a world-famous athlete, you would blend their poop, and then you would clean that out and use it again? Hey, man, know, if Dawn can might... clean up the Exxon Valdez, then I believe I can clean out a blender. Uh, so my answer is still no, but my boy Reed's got a point. <laughs> yeah. well, one of these days, this, 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 is, this is what is being worked on now. Like, do you think, okay, so let me ask you this. Palm Olive. If you is this more questions about my poop because George Brett has some about tape. just about just <laughs> in general, if this becomes a thing where you could take you know some of these athletes that you guys have been discussing these top tier athletes you could get their poop I mean even even uh, by uh, subterfuge uh -huh. like let's say you go to the Olympics spin it out and and you uh, you know sneak in uh, after someone has has done their business and you steal a stool sample. I'm not a turd napper. Well, <laughs> this might become turd a thing. Burglar. If this, if this actually works, <laughs> yeah, if, you, if, if someone becomes a turd burglar and and starts poop and, and then starts poop Hey, uh, no, hey. A, is, is this something we should be testing for? That's a thing, according to the uh, New York Post. I forgot to mention this. Athletic doping. So you I think we should mention this last week or two weeks ago? Because we're <laughs> on the quote unquote radio, we are now eligible for the Presidential Medal of Honor. Oh, so, just so yeah. you know. Okay. So let's keep I, this I, rolling. I'd take it. Uh, um, well, this is just something to be thinking about as we think about the future so are, of sports. So, what are my options here? So I can take a, a you could take a pill if we tablet. if we can get it to work. Okay. We but they're still working on that right now. The most effective way, if you want to do a fecal transplant, is to do the the blender method, <laughs> and then give that blender to read because free blender. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yes, I will wash out a blender, and, and keep you will wash out a blender. Yes. You're talking to a man that puts his socks up or his shoes on before his pants. Of course, well, that's... Gonna... <laughs> uh, yeah. so those are those are the only two options I have. I'd go with the blender, I guess. Well, what you have like a, what about a ninja or a magic bullet where you could just throw away the cup but not the actual apparatus of the blender? Yeah, I mean, I guess it would depend on where the um, like even a Vitamix, I like has the yeah, blades. And... Like that. No, don't waste a, a Vitamix. Grinder. No, no, no. Don't waste a Vitamix on this. Okay, it's your body. You do what you want, but don't waste a Vitamix on on Lance Armstrong's poop. Well, I wouldn't choose Lance Armstrong, but you're right. Okay, fine. So it doesn't even have to be an expensive blender. Yeah. No. How many RPMs are we talking? Uh, you just you just got a hundred minimum. You just, as long as you end up with a slurry that you could uh, oh get in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So, and then once you get it in, how do you encapsulate these things? Well, once you get the slurry in, if you're doing the slurry method, or do you just you have like to beer use, bong it. Well, you, yeah. you use the enema bags, and then you kind of basically just move around to slosh it around inside your colon maybe stand on oh, your head you do it yeah. that way mm -hmm. yeah it goes yeah. in the back door into yeah. the outdoor yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah they were ahead of their time yeah yeah they knew what they were doing talk about so, biomes got it i don't know this is the future so it's just something to start thinking about i don't want to be part of the future i'm pretty sure if this is the future count me out i would I would do we it. Might do. Uh, who was the big pick? Russian guy from Rocky? Oh, uh, what's his name? I don't remember. Drago. Drago. There you go. He's a he's a uh, like a chemical engineer or something on top of being a oh, major yeah. athlete. Yeah. He's oh yeah. A Dolph I mean, Lundgren. Yeah. Yeah. Lundgren. He was also in He Man. I would take Dolph Lundgren's poop and. Right up and put it in my butt. Yeah. And he's a Norwegian, sure. so it's probably like, you know, not American. 
Didn't have oh, a lot yes. of Rickers pop well, in there. By, yeah, by, by definition, yeah. That is correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I would definitely. Dolph Lundgren, if you're listening, or if, or if some of Dolph Lundgren's people are listening, send us a poo box. I, I, I'm willing. Cola to be guard. The, yeah. Send us your cola guard to sports, yeah, sports, the, sports. By the power of Grayskull. <laughs> All right. What Let's if that's it. how He-Man got his power? Was not through the the sword. It was it was through a fecal transplant. Yeah, man. What if? Well, that's <laughs> it. We did it. We did sports. <laughs> Episode one twenty six. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mike, Jeb Melly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boys this week are... Got a couple Ball Boys in memoriam. Uh, mm. We had two major uh, musical artists die this week. First, Paul English, the drummer, the bodyguard, and the heavy for Willie Nelson and Family Band. Uh, died at the age of 87, uh, which is not a good omen for my boy Willie and the rest of uh, Little Sister and all the band, but they got to keep it going. They got to keep it going. Willie's 87, right? Yeah, Willie's 85 or 87. He's getting up there. He's 86 years old. He's 86. Keep it going, Willie. Come on. And uh, I I got tickets for this summer. Come on, Willie. A personal hit to me, Joseph... Shabalala of Lady Smith, oh. Lady Smith Black Mombazo, the founder, mm. died at age 78 this week. So mm. big up to uh, the ball boys from uh, the music industry this week. Huge loss. Sorry to hear that. Lifesavers. Oh. That's what you went with. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, like your poo. And don't forget to rate us. Or not. Or, or athlete poo. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? 